Hey everybody, welcome to the Mountain Deer Podcast. My name is Rodney Elmer. I'm up here at Deer Camp in the western mountains of Maine, and I've got my co-host here with me. The Beef. The Beef. Hey guys. <laughs> he, he's my oldest son, Ryan. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm already talking. You guys know me. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm Taylor. My youngest son, Taylor. And the fan favorite, everybody's everybody's best buddy, the Puff. Coco Puff. <laughs> the man the world calls for and today's a special podcast because what are we talking about dad it was a rainy day let's start the story with yeah. a rainy it was a rainy day and coco puff had a nice day yeah he did <laughs> so we had so a little background for those for people not in new england uh we've gone the last two weeks of 50 degrees bluebird not a stitch of wind crunchy just I mean, our first day in Maine was the um, 1st of November, and we had some wind, but it was still sunny and crunchy, and the wind calmed down. But the yeah, rock, for the next two weeks, it never right. blew. We, we, haven't had, we haven't had really any weather, and, and to be honest, I didn't think they were rutting all that. I didn't think they were rutting in the first week at all. Yeah, it wasn't no, much happening. I know. Then again, like deer population is pretty low. So we, we slug it along, and we're living Groundhog Day over and over and over for like... 10 or 11 days mm. and then we get one day where it's torrential rain and uh we we're like well you can't get them from camp so we got to get nope. out there and we didn't we didn't get up early did we puff no nope, we didn't <laughs> which is lately we haven't that's one of the side effects of, of trying to film and hunt it's almost like camping and hunting it's almost like too much yeah when you're doing both because you can't do a lot of good filming and 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 get everything together get all the editing done and get it whipped out and then be able to and take half the night to do that yeah half plus the night. yeah you know we we get back at the end of the day we, we have to have something to eat we've got to dry all our clothes we've got to get all our stuff together we want to watch what each of us filmed during the day yeah we do the so overview that, yeah we do an overview of the film that we get each day and by the time we get done messing around <laughs> it's 10 30 11 11 30 we had a couple of 12 30 nights so like we're we're all beat and we didn't get out of bed all that early because it was another one of those nights and then we yeah. look out and I was the first one to get up and I look outside and it's it's windy and it's raining and I can hear the rain coming down yep and and it wasn't super duper it was just kind of an easy gentle thing kind yep. of but it had been going on during the night and then all of a sudden it's like well let's get going so we have breakfast and we get our stuff together and the wind starts picking up a little bit and we pull out of the yard and start up the road and man it's really starting to rain a little bit you know it, it's picking up a little bit <laughs> it was pouring yeah and, uh, it was pouring yeah it was yeah. yeah, and Dad had the idea that we were gonna drive way to the back forty, and he's like, "We're going, we're going way out." And I was like, "Okay." And it, you know, it took us, it took us over an hour, you know, because we there, we met some log trucks and stuff, and the, the you know, logging roads are starting to get pretty soupy because it's been raining, it's muddy and nasty, and you don't rip around the corner because you might run into a moose or something. You gotta go slow. Or a logging truck. Or a log truck. Or a we, log truck. That one that came around the corner, holy oh, crap! For a second, we're all like. Mm. Holding on to the seat there for a minute. Oh, yep. he was sliding. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he slid just a little tiny bit, and we got him back in the middle of the road because we scooted right off the road, and he yeah. got right around us beautiful. <laughs> he tromped yeah. on he the... We're, right. Of course, the, the pull-off's halfway in between us and this log truck on the left, right? On the and wrong Dad, side like, 
the road. Dad has to like get out of the road, so he guns it, and we're all like, "He's gunning it right at this log truck on a slippery." Road. You had to though. Yeah, we had. There was a little side road. <laughs> we were all like, "Holy into. crap!" There yeah. was nowhere else to go. Yeah, and and fortunately, the truck bit, and we got mm-hmm. going, and we got to where we wanted to. And, and like the corners <laughs> and the narrowness of the road in places, boy, you want to be careful. Yeah. And and I'm constantly like mm-hmm. right on the trigger of watching for trucks all the you time. Pay attention. And of course, if you have multiple rigs all traveling in a line or something, you want to make sure you're on the radio and the first guy to meet a truck tells everybody else there's a truck coming you know yeah for sure you know and if you got a cb radio that's even better you can listen to the trucks and you'll know what the deal is you know yeah. um but anyway we we managed to get out past them and we get out into the the, the real woods way back in the back 40 where i had seen a couple of bucks um last year uh, last year yeah. but it was real late and it was a lot of snow and and they were back on this backside of this mountain and i said Let, let's just go up there because we haven't been there yet and we we like to jump around a lot we don't hunt one spot all that much <laughs> usually and nope. we we jumped to the back back and i had a spot in mind and i was like i'm going here and then it started really raining and you can watch on oh. the video you know it just oh it was just pouring it and actually doesn't show on the video how bad it was raining as yeah. much as it really was yeah. right. it's kind of hard to tell in the video but it was raining oh for sure it was bad and then the wind too so you're getting the rain coming down plus it's blowing sideways and then the wind is taking all the water off the trees and throwing it on you too and i was debating you know but we got out of bed so late that you know we're, we're already what ten thirty by then we it must have been ten thirty. finally no, getting we were, to the woods we were it was probably 11 by the time we had yeah. gotten all the way back in and we were dropping you off. It was probably around 11 or so. Yeah. And, and yeah. I'm like, well, it's no big deal because you're only going to be out here for three, four, four, five hours. <laughs> you're going to be so soaked and cold. It's not going to matter. Yeah. And so I threw my raincoat yeah. and my stuff on and, and had to wear a vest on top of the raincoat. I hate you, you, that. Did, you look yeah. kind of ridiculous, but I did look terrible. Yeah. What you got to do though. But it was it was still a beautiful day mm-hmm. to hunt. You know, mm-hmm. you could slip along, and it was nice and quiet for yourself. Right. Um, even though you definitely wouldn't hear a deer. No, but it's <laughs> going to give you it. Give I like hunting in really nasty weather, whether it's a blizzard or whether it's a, a deluge of rain, because yeah. just because of that, it gives you it helps take away one of their senses. The fog was terrible. The fog sucked. Oh, the the cloud cover. We were up pretty high. Um, you know, we probably started at the top of that's going to be 2,500 feet where we started, Yeah. you know, and, and went up, up, you there. know, and, and it, that was high enough with that mm-hmm. bad weather so that it was coming and going and the clouds were like blowing into the side of the mountain and they were there for a while. And then it, all of a sudden it would, everything was clear and you could see beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. I, I really don't like fog all that much because usually a deer have really good vision they, they're like better in the fog than we are, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, they seem to pick I, out I movement so. more. You know, I I've never the done sh- super the shape good in of the their fog. eyes for movement and not for not for depth. Yeah, like the pupil, our, our yeah. the, the binocular vision that people have is for depth. It's predator eyes, so they're on the front. Yeah, you know, and and deer have more of that like kind of on the side of their head, lateral because they have while they're eating or whatever they have to see something twitch over here and lift their head up. Yeah. You know, like that right. kind of, and it probably does do better in the fog. Yeah, it's a but, wider pupil. But we, you know, you guys will see this on the video because you guys are finding out about all this, all the stories and stuff by through the podcast way sooner than everyone else is getting it on YouTube. But so we drop Dad off and we let him up and he's going to climb up through the wind and the rain and the three of us are in the truck and it's like, well, boys, what are we gonna do? It's like, well, let's go for a drive. We'll go around the backside and see what we run into. Yeah, and we we were there once last year, so we knew what we were. It was 
pretty good woods you can see in. Yeah, and Casey, Casey and I, we leapfrogged on a decent buck last year. The woods downhill were kind of wet and, you know, kind of thick and hard to smash through, but the uphill was beautiful, and that's the ridge in between where the truck was parked and where we dropped Dad off quite a ways away. It'll yeah, be at least a mile, mile and a quarter. Yeah, it's or so. a mile and a quarter. When I ended, I was almost a mile away, right. and, and then I went another half mile or more deeper. Right, because you you have to go, you got to climb to get up there. Yeah, you I went a long it, ways. Yeah, I made up like thirty eight hundred feet, I think. And yes. uh, so we, you know, the three of us, Beef, Coco, and I, get out, and you know, we're kind of like. Uh, well, you can't get them from the truck because we're sitting in there. It's nice and warm. We're eating jerky. And, you know, we'd passed like four or five trucks on the way in and everybody was leaving the woods and we're the guys getting there late. And, you know, but it had the rain had started to kind of let up. So we're like, ah, let's let's go out and see what see what we can do. I was going to go uphill and work the top and kind of swing it all um, and come back out more more eastern or whatever. And uh, Ryan was going to go down in. But you you changed your mind. You didn't you just kind of didn't want to go down in the bottom and you were going to come up and we were going to pinch and see if we could, you know, pop right. anything over the hill to each other. Yeah. When I got out of the truck and you had been talking about the lay of the land, cause I hadn't, I hadn't done any hunting in there. Yeah. You'd never been there. I had never been in there. Right. So Tara was telling me about what the kind of, what, what the woods looked like. And I was like, well, this sounds really good. So I'm going to get out of the truck and work downhill and go back towards the main drag. Well, when I got out in the woods just my vibes clicked and everything switched and I looked uphill and of course, as you guys know from the videos, I go up. <laughs> I, I like I like to climb. I like to go to the top of the top just yeah, for does. the sake of going to the top of the top. It's just it, mountains draw me to the peaks. They always yep. do. They always have. So I get in there and I'm looking around. The woods are beautiful, but I can see better going uphill. So it's like, well, today's the day you can walk up to one pet them. I was like, it's really windy. You can sneak and peek. And the wind was really good. It was swirly, but it was kind of crazy. So it'd be hard for them to, I think, with, to pinpoint locations because the wind isn't consistently going in one direction. So I was like, I'll just go uphill. And I, so I get up into the top, and it was beautiful woods up there. Oh, it's really nice. Oh, in there. there was good feed. There was shelves. You can see. There was cover. You can see really mm. well. But there's lots of corners too, which is not. That's not. That's not a thing in Maine. No, it's not. <laughs> if you find any woods you can see, you just want to stay there the whole time. Right. You know? And so I basically just I I came over the radio and I changed my mind. And I was like, all right, boys, just because the when the plan changes. Yeah. It's good to let your hunting group know, hey, this is what's going on, just in case you know something happens. Like, say, I go out of radio range or my equipment fails. Like, it gives everybody a heads up, and it gives you a, a place to start. Yep. Yeah, especially if, on bare ground. Right, on bare ground. If something were the worst to happen, like, say, I got hurt, yep. people aren't looking the wrong direction. So I come over the radio. I said, all right, Taylor, I know he's going up and going to work to the right. I said, I'm going to go up and work to the left, and maybe we can move something around. That way... Yeah. If I'm working through there, and of course we don't know exactly where we are, yeah. but it's if and you're it's all big. kind of in it's huge area. But if you're all kind of the same area and things are on its feet, you're more likely to yep. move stuff, move the game around. And this point, it's just the two of you, right? Yeah, because yeah. you're on a you're yeah. on a completely different yeah, place. I'm, and, I'm a mile and a and mile Jimmy and hasn't got out of the truck. And right, no. And after after like ten, eleven days of just straight sun you know 50 60 there was a point where we thought it was getting closer to 70 with that when you're standing in the sun it was, it was hot. hot you're just sweating it was definitely constantly. hot in the sun oh, oh yeah, yeah. it was you couldn't see nothing going in the sun and it was beating on your back if it had the sun on your back yeah and you couldn't go anywhere it just it, you're exhausted you sweat sweat it all out and you know 
now it was like, well, they might be on their feet today, so we need to get in the woods, regardless of the rain. We it got was to cold just, too. We all were just like, we got to nice. get out there. We can't stay in the truck. And then Ryan and I split off, and that's when the story actually begins oh. for the puff. I actually stayed back in the truck because I got glasses. I don't like rain, and it was still raining pretty good. I was watching it go sideways, and the winds whipping. <laughs> it was blowing. Well, I kind of hung back. If you take your glasses off, me anyways, it's pretty foggy. <laughs> <laughs> can't focus on much so i need my glasses yep. so and they get all wet and so i'm not a fan of the rain but so i hung back in the truck after a while i decided i'm gonna drive down the road and it let up pretty good and it wasn't raining much still raining a little bit so i saw a nice spot to go up in and so i got out i said Gotta get out of the truck. Gotta get out of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> so I slid up that logging road. It was easy walking, and next thing you know, got a deer in my pocket. <laughs> Comes down. I had actually walked by him, and uh, I stopped and stopped and turned and looked up the bank, and he was he was uh, stepped on some sticks and broke them, and I turned and he was coming down the bank. So I think. Maybe Beeb kicked him up. I don't know. Beeb was up quarter mile up the ridge. Yeah, at the most. So. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I see the bone. It was well above the ears. <laughs> he's tall. <laughs> and he looked pretty big to me. So Yeah, he's a big boy. <laughs> I uh, pulled on him, and he was jumping down over the bank. And just as soon as I pulled on him, he turned and went zigzagged back across the logging road and I he went out of the scope and I had to look and see where he was and put one in him knocked him dropped him right in his tracks so yeah. nice you got quite a bit of that on film too oh yeah, yeah. I mean I, considering you're a one man band out there trying to make it happen I'm not the best the of filmer but in the rain yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was raining and yeah, yeah so it didn't take one yeah. of those days where right only but a few minutes sure yep 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 Oh yeah, worked and, out good. And you know that's you got to get out. You got to get out of the truck. And most of the time, when you a break in weather is really important when you have bare ground. Yeah. You know because you're not you're not pulling up on them. I don't know how many bucks that you shot on bad weather transitions. Those days are when you actually get it done. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's almost the same as fishing. Like when the weather breaks and changes to something else, you want to be there. You know, if you you got a day or two of sun and then it, it's going to switch over to be cloudy and you know unsettled, that's when you want to be there. Yeah. Um, and it it depending on how unsettled it is, it may be good to be there in the beginning of the unsettling. If it's really super violent, like when it's you know hurricane kind of stuff, it probably isn't good to be out there in the main part of the violent stuff. But right after it's done, you yeah. want to be back out there again. You know, it's another transition from either, you know, really good to bad or, or, you know, just from rain to sun or whatever. Even when the wind's picking up and the clouds are moving in, you want to be there, you know. And whenever things break and change, you you just got to get right in there. And that was, the, you could tell that day. It's like, man, things are different today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and even oh, you would not want to lay down. It was a day when I'm not laying down. I'm on my feet and I'm moving and all the animals are doing the same thing. They're on their yep. feet and moving. Yep. And it's such a good, I hear the radio crackle. And, of course, I'm, I'm way up high, and you guys are fairly low. No, comparatively, not, yeah. Right, comparatively, even though you're not low, low. But, um, and, of course, I, I hear all the radio chatter, right? And, and he comes on, and 
he says, buck down. And, oh, then, and, awesome. it, and at first I couldn't tell if it was Bieber or Cocoa Puff, right? And I'm like, who is it? Just, I think it's Jimmy. I'm not sure. And I'm listening and listening. And then, 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 um, Ryan breaks in and he starts talking to him and I'm like, Oh, it's the pub. It's the pub. And he's said, he's got a deer, right? So we're all like, you know, swarming in and coming down and of course i had quite a ways to go i was the farthest from you guys you you had a long way to go yeah and and i didn't quite realize how far it was i i got down off the mountain in probably 30 minutes you know i dropped 1500 feet in about 30 minutes and i got down onto the road and and there was nobody there and Mm -hmm. and no rig there which i knew anyway and i said well i'll stick with the road and head for you guys and my gps takes forever to lock up so (laughs) since then we've gotten the new gps we'll we'll straighten that situation out holy crap long time coming yeah Yeah. you probably (laughs) could have just continued down the others yeah half a mile and been there before we got out well yeah i I probably could have gone through the woods and i consider going through the woods but if you guys were fairly quick and came back around i'd be back on the wrong side of the mountain again right and it's like i want to be on the path where i know you guys are going to be Mm -hmm. and and two once i dropped down i was out of radio communication so right when you guys are between you and us at that point yeah you guys are you know giving out your coordinates and getting to him and and chattering back and forth and and taylor was boy over half a mile or three quarters of a mile yeah, from I was, me i was point about half, half a mile or three quarters of a mile from them guys so yeah long way we had quite a ways to get to them so you were going to be a few minutes and i said well if taylor's 20 minutes and i'm i'm a half hour getting down to the road and then say another 20 minutes hooking the mountain and getting over to where you guys were parked ish yeah on that road you know back when i'd be in radio land again you know that's the thing in the mountains is like there's places where you'll be able to talk and places where you can't Right, and yeah. sometimes you get surprised by where the radio reaches and where it doesn't. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, I, can, I can hear the excitement in everybody. Oh, and, yeah. and, 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 so and Beaver and Cocoa Puffer, <laughs> and they're the closest, and you can tell they're going to meet up, right? Yeah. And and then when I hear Jimmy say, "Well, I'm not all that far from the truck," and I said, oh, "Okay, that's good." And 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 that, I think that was the last thing I heard because yeah. yeah. I you had I, dropped down low yeah, enough. Yeah, I dropped another fifty yards, and you guys were gone. Mm-hmm. You know, so it doesn't take much. And, and once I get down in the bottom and swung around and I was just walking on the road for the rest of the day, just working my way towards you guys while yep. you guys were doing your thing. Oh, yeah, I was I was so pumped. You guys you guys were on one side of the ridge. I was on the other and dad was on the mountain behind me farther away. So we had this kind of this, you know, M shape that we were yep. working in, you know, yep. looking straight down on it. And, you know, Ryan, Ryan had gotten to Jimmy way sooner than me. I don't you were there for must have been. He was there in like ten minutes. Yeah, because you were you were up the hill. You weren't that that far. You, no, you, know, you were when when Jimmy shot. It sounded like he was in my pocket. Yeah, just I heard his lot six go off, and I was like, "Oh, that's Jimmy." We're the only ones out here. I'm like, "That like, bet." <laughs> please tell me that's not just a bird. And then I hear him buck down. I was like, "Yeah." yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. It didn't take long to confirm because he dropped in his tracks, <laughs> 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 which yeah. is nice on bare ground. You want him. You want him down. You don't want to mm-hmm. have to play that in rain. rain. In rain. Oh, that was oh, the. Too. That would have been the worst day to Track hit a buck and down. Have to, if you had oh to. my god! Yeah. But we would have found him. Especially, we, we would all would have pulled in and we would have got him. You know. And with our yeah. experience with tracking, we would yeah. have made it happen. But the, I mean, we got the Rodney trouble, with us. The trouble that that too. But the trouble like with the rain, like if you have a blood trail, it's going to be gone. Yep. It's not going to stick around, especially with that much rain. Yeah, rainy day recovery um, is probably one of the you know best reasons sometimes that I would never bow hunt during the rain. 
you know, just because you might not That's be able true. to recover them. You know, it's right. a big deal in the rain, mm -hmm. and especially yep. if it's going to be a heavy rain. Man, the blood gets washed mm -hmm. off fast, and it yep. doesn't take long, and everything's diluted. And if you have a lot of wind too, now when you're trying to recover, right? You have to you have to always assume the deer isn't dead, and you you may sh make your shot and wait a little while, and then get down there and get started. Yep. And in the rain, you don't want to wait a little while, like because it's going to get washed mm -hmm. away. Right. So you but get you down gotta hunt him though. You got to keep your champ. You, you yes. Don't, you don't you just run down hunt. there because if if he is still alive and he sees you coming and whoo, down over, like you don't want to be pushing that thing across you know hill and dale. Rain, rain no snow. Rain's kind of a double whammy because mm -hmm. you you have the water washing things away, but you have the noise that it makes. Right. And now while you're hunting the deer, you can't hear it as well. Mm -hmm. And then when you add the hurricane near forest winds that we were out in there with, yeah, I mean, the trees were bending pretty oh, good yeah. there, right? So when you're out in that real heavy rain plus a real heavy wind, you want that deer to just plant, right? And, yeah. of course, Jimmy shot it and it planted it. And oh, that, he laid that thing down. It planted, but thing. I didn't take my eyes off it. I was, it was... It dropped, but it was, yeah. you know, I thought I was wait, waiting for it to do its thing. And, right. and when I got up closer to it, it heard the radio, and it was getting up to leave. And I said, oh, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I threw the camera right in the, right in the grass and gave him another one. Yeah. I can't wait till that video's out, man. Oh, we had so much fun watching that. It, yep. It's pretty important to, you know, just stay focused and on it. Like you yeah. make a shot on a deer and it falls down and, and you, you just stay right on it. I, I don't take my eyes off that deer. I do not take my eyes off that deer ever. Once I shot at it, you know, I'm not so you're standing it. on yeah. it. And, and as I'm focused on it all the time, I've got a new shell in there and ready to go. If I'm pretty sure that I have time enough to open it up and fill a gun completely and now advance, that's another thing I'll do. You know, yep. it, the deer is there and you, you go down there with three bullets instead of five like you could have, right, or six or whatever your gun holds, right? You know, I like to have a full gun. Yep, Because you never know. Because, yep. you know, there are times when you might make a shot and it's not the greatest. Then you shoot again and miss. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there. you move up on it and you shoot again and miss. And then you shoot again and, say, barely hit it or something. And now your gun is empty or just about empty and you get that one shot left and you're trying to be careful with it and then it's farther and it's running or who knows you know so like staying completely focused and nice and quiet and continue hunting all the time don't drop your hunting mode mm -hmm. you know you you have to stay right on hunting and they ain't dead until you're standing over or on them Right. Until you tag them. Yeah, I always yeah. said they ain't dead until you stand on their head. Like you, you yep. can put your foot on their head and they've had the radish. I, I feel good then. Yep. You know, and I'm not suggesting somebody do that, right? Well, no. But, <laughs> because, but you, you want to know that that thing has had the radish because there's been a million stories out there of deer that everyone <clears throat> thought was down and was done. And that bugger get up and run off and they didn't even see it leave. Sometimes they didn't even oh, see right. it leave. Mm -hmm. they, you know, their focus went to somewhere else, um, texting or looking off in camera. the bushes. The camera, camera. the camera can be a, a – that's another thing it, that can you get have you in a, trouble. You know, you have a tendency more to to lose your focus if you're with somebody else because yes. you have you have that dynamic of both of you being like, holy cow, and, you know, like almost like confirming what went down, catching, you know, getting up to speed, regrouping on it, and then making a plan and then going. Yeah. You don't have that when you're by yourself. You know, when I shot when I shot my first 200-pounder, I was all alone. And he flew up out, one shot, bang, right down there, 
pow, another shot. You know, like you weren't, you. I didn't have Auto time. Pilot. You know, I I did an update on the camera just because I wanted him because I saw him go down. I want to give it a second just so I could because I was freaking out and I needed to chill myself out too. Right. But you you know you were you were focused and you went yeah. up and got it done and. You the know, second person can be distracting. It, it can be. And it, it, it can it, yeah. it can mess you up. You can get in a conversation or something and now you're not watching anymore. You yeah. know, or someone makes a suggestion that might not be what you might want to do. Right. Right? You yeah. know, the hunter does the hunting. Everybody else cameraman leave them alone. Let them do their just, thing. You go with them and you're just yeah. there for backup. Right. You know, that's your that's your deal. Right. Even though the second set of eyes and ears is fantastic. Second rifle. Because Especially when they're way better than yours. <laughs> absolutely this is, this is true there's no or, question or even if it's like in dad's case um you have trouble hearing so mm -hmm. that extra set of ears to help you kind of triangulate oh yeah and or oh, like yeah. with jimmy like he has glasses and i yeah. like if we were hunting together i don't so that's where like you're if you pick your you know hunting buddies the offset weaknesses to complement strengths and yeah it's, it helps it does it's a big it, help. it's an advantage <laughs> yeah and yeah a lot of times when i hunt with taylor we uh end up seeing more than i would if he wasn't with me because he's got so much better ears and eyes yeah yeah and that he, can make a big difference it does. but, but just, jimmy's faster well <laughs> jim gets his gun way faster oh, yeah <laughs> jimmy's yeah. <laughs> if, the, if this was the okay corral taylor would have to up his game yeah, because I'd, jimmy I'd, would shoot him. i'd actually have to draw <laughs> that's okay you can be fast on the gun i'll be fast on the camera yeah. we'll work good together i think rodney's a little faster than he me. is he's real fast <laughs> we were what were we doing this past week we were going down and uh um you you we were doing, there was a moose. It was a moose or something, and it was a face, and he just went whoa and shoulders he shouldered his gun so freaking fast. Yeah. I was just like, "You haven't lost your edge, old man. You're doing good." <laughs> I was like, "It's gonna be a few years when I catch up to you." Well, we were expecting to see this this moose, you know, this young cow, and mm -hmm. we pushed her out in the cut. And she went up the hill in the in the nice hardwoods, and we moved up the hill quite a bit. And I was expecting to see the cow and mm -hmm. see something, and we come over this little oh, rock pile, yeah. and and. Uh, she had that silver, you know, their their hind quarters mm -hmm. are that big silver. Well, yep. her silver went right all the way up to her tail just about. Right. Well, she had seen us and took off running, and she came into this little tiny aisle and went straight away from me. And out of the corner of my eye, I just see this white thing running up the silver. hill. Looks like, right? a, like a white tail flag. Yeah, it looked just like a flag moving up the hill at about 100 yards. And we're in the middle of walking. Right. And... That gun comes off my shoulder, and I spin that thing around and point it up the hill and, and block Taylor from walking by me. I did it mm -hmm. so fast, right? And he hadn't even seen anything. And I've got it up there and shouldered, and I'm looking at it. And, and I, I didn't get the gun pointed at the moose. But it was... You were not, ready to go if It was if right there. Be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And then yeah. I'm Prepared. like... And, and, and by the time I got three-quarters of the way through my swing to get the gun up, I see it was a moose. You're and I come to a yeah. stop, and, and Taylor's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. But so many times hunting, you only got a few seconds. Yep. You're not on it. Yep. yep. You got to yep. go for it. Just like your just buck. Just watch it. Leave. Same thing. That yep. extra second and a half. Yep. Rainy day wasn't going to give you any time. He was moving. No, he was leaving. Yeah, they don't mess around. And it's such a relief to actually see a deer after a couple of weeks of working real hard. And Jimmy, <laughs> yes. and, and Jimmy, you know, showing all kinds of reserve and, and not shooting the spike there and filming it. 
and yeah. and that spike coming down the road that was beautiful <laughs> oh was that beautiful good thing it wasn't beam <laughs> <laughs> i would have i was like i don't care i'll shoot that thing after watching i, I would have uh, he had like I was six close, eight inch spikes but I, I, yeah. that's a trophy i've to shot beam. enough spike corners and yeah and then there's nothing to say that i won't shoot one next week in new Hampshire or something but, right, or, right or well try to wait till at least end of the season but yeah but it's a it's they a nice feeling that. to see a, a, something over the years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know when you've been hunting as hard as we have, and overall number of deer that we've spied this year has it's been up. not mm-hmm. too bad. I well, mean, it's been reasonable. We've we've adapted our hunting technique just because the woods here have been thrashed. Oh, They're they, gone. They, they cut like They're, raspberry bushes. Oh they my cut. God. They're pulling yeah. out tiny sticks. They they have a uh, they have the Ponzi scorpion in here. It's a feller processor machine, and that thing it's just so productive. They can mow down so many trees so quickly. And of course, they're they're going for the smaller green timber right now. They're Spruce. not going, they're not going yeah. for hardwood, and you know they're just they're wrecking it. So, you know they've done a bunch of hardwood uh, logging, and now they're getting back into the softwood while the price is up. And you know the, the woods are just like they're not the same. You know, and the deer are not in the same places and you can't hunt the same. You know, we have to, we had to adapt. So we're like, well, we're going to start going into places we wouldn't go. And we're going to, I know, I don't know about you guys, but I have never, I've never seen so much this year by just upping my game. I was right. like, I'm going to do things I don't do. And I'm going to stop going where I would like to be. And I'm going to start going where I think there's going to be a deer. I'm going to start hunting the green stuff. I'm going to hunt raspberry whips. I'm going to hunt the maple whips and the cuts that are about three, four years old. I'm going to go slow down and by the river and we're going to shoot a deer. And it's like, I've, I've never seen so many deer in such a short period of time up here. And with a deer population being so low and having not a lot of woods to pick from, can't believe how good we're doing so far well, right. the, some of your thickest covers low and slow right yep, or yep. or high and slow yep you know and the the high stuff we that day we had snow mm-hmm. um we did have snow for just part of the north side of you know little teaser snow there when jim's yeah, doing like a snow dance two or three right hours, yeah. <laughs> a quarter yeah. inch in the mountains on the yeah do we had a little snow dance keep it piling <laughs> up <laughs> my favorite yeah that's great one. you know and in in that one buck that you and i were messing with and yep. i didn't know you were messing with it nope and then you seemed to have left the track and i'm like hmm this guy didn't seem to want to and I'm, i was pretty sure it was jimmy and it wasn't it was you jimmy wouldn't be all the way up there and jimmy crap. don't go in that crap we were on a super steep hillside and the I trees were about crap. yeah he did <laughs> yeah. he says every now and then you care I, re- I regret it when you do though <laughs> oh yeah there, there was no shooting a deer in that no, no, you, couldn't, no, you, no. you couldn't even walk through it. You had, you ten, you had maybe 10 yeah. yards of view. You stuff your barrel well, in it and open the brush. Sometimes they stand there and let you walk up yeah. 10, 15 feet from them. They I do. I've seen that. But. Sometimes they do. Yeah. Not but very the, even that one was way up high in the garbage, you know, this mm-hmm. the junk where the, even there's no reason for a deer to be right. there. And he, he was a rabbit up, wouldn't be He was there. only up there to push out a doe. Yeah, yeah. As soon as he pushed her out, they were back. They went back down the mountain and back in the bottom. Yeah, and and that zone right at the bottom of the green mm-hmm. is kind of like usually when the rut starts getting going a little bit, they're more likely to kind of be in that area. And we've been kind of looking there, but they're not there early in the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in some of that's the nicest woods where it's a transition. You know, the top of the cut. You know, the the bottom of the green where the, where the Edges. that part of that you know mountain edge comes together right yep. there, and especially the rock pile or something so they've got to swing out around the end of it yep. you know and, and any moose trails or any any traffic um you know on the trails around 
that you'll see them but this this first week um especially we were down in the garbage a lot it was mm-hmm. we were having we those down transitions low. yep and, well, and down in the bottoms too like there were swamps and it was cooler yep. mm-hmm. and being so hot out hot in the weather. sun you yep. didn't want to be out in a clear cut they yep. weren't out in the clear cuts it was too hot yeah they're yep. basically wearing a snowsuit yeah so if, if they're gonna chill out they're gonna go where it's cooler in the shade and down by the water yeah where they're left alone with right. the moon and everything they were operating mostly at night and with the heat you know mm-hmm. they're operating at night and if they feel anything at all they're banging their horns in a green swamp in the middle next to the beaver dam and the stuff's so tight you know it's eight the trees are 18 inches apart right. and you got to push your way through the branches jail. to get through it yeah they, they were down in that stuff and most of the buck sign that we did find was all way down in the super tight woods yep almost like away from other deer just yeah. like the buck is all alone down in that garbage a lot of the stuff know. that was in better woods was last year's sign because we started yep. what day was it when we started to see we we saw some rubs and scrapes. We I see some up on the ridge. Yeah, but weren't a lot. Yeah, and you know, could be at night. There weren't nothing for scrapes that were like fresh, like just done today. Right. Yeah. Most of it was like it looked at least a week old, or you know, like end you know, of October. It was dry, but yeah, the dirt yeah. was dry in them. Yeah. So I get the you know back to Jimmy. I get the call. And uh, I put the numbers in, and Ryan and him and my radio's junk. And I know, I know, we have to address this. I know a lot of people ask us about radios, and it's like we, there's a reason why we don't recommend radios. And one, because they're for communication and rescue, and that's a really important thing. And since the other is they're junk. And yeah, and since since <laughs> mm-hmm. like what is it? How long has it been since we've had good radios? Ten, fifteen years. They're junk. A long time. Worth much. Right. And of course, and where we are, you, you know, you do have the mountains and that stuff and the, the density of the forest that, that affects how well the radio works. But, you know, we haven't found any radios that are worth a damn. We started know. with them old CBs, you know, way back way in the back when. 90s or yep. whatever, you know. And even that was pretty limited and it didn't do all that good. And then we ended up messing around with them big, huge walkie-talkie yeah. giant things, you know. And same thing. They didn't they didn't reach out all that good nope and if you got a quarter mile out of them that was actually pretty handy right because you know you could you and a partner could be on a ridge and you could actually talk to each other a little bit especially if you're both you know without too much obstacles in a way right and and be able to talk to somebody in a vehicle and we thought that was the cat right because you actually can talk to somebody else in the woods right, right. They, we we never had any of that <laughs> stuff the other trouble too with radios is the hunting we do and they have to be able to handle vibrations. They're in your pocket, slamming around, or they go in the truck. The batteries have to be able to last, especially with the kind of conditions we tend to hunt in, whether it's really cold or wet. Yep. And then same with the radios. Like a lot of radios don't like being cold or wet, and they don't last very long. And yep. vibration, I think, really kills electronics when they bounce around in your pocket and day after day after day after day. Yep. And like the one day you forget to charge it, forget to change it, like alters the battery's life expectancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you're never supposed to really drain it to zero. You're supposed to get down to about 20% and then bring it back up. Right. Yeah. If you drain it down dead, especially rechargeable batteries, and then you try and recharge it again, yeah, you okay. have about three quarters to half of the life expectancy. Yeah, you and start it, shortening And it. that happens every single time. Yeah. So Developing a memory. Yeah. Yeah. Batter- yeah. Batteries, right. get they're getting a lot better. But, you know, yeah. and, with, and with the conditions that we have, we have to go a long ways. And we all cover a lot more ground, which puts us farther apart, which makes our radios worth less. 
Yeah. You know, because like yeah. you have to, we're tilling a lot of soil to find mm-hmm. a piece of gold and, you know, we're going into places we've never been and we're covering lots of ground and we're learning all these new things. And, you know, it's like we're a little bit of a frustration there, but when they work the best is when you're both up high Yep. or you got somebody up high that can communicate to yep. everybody else. Yeah. You can act everybody like anybody else because you got right. two guys on the opposite side of the mountain and they can talk to the guy that's on top. Yeah. Cause even but, though dad was farther away, he could tell me what you guys are doing when you right, shot your buck. We couldn't talk to you. Right. Yep. Yep. It's like a repeater. Yeah, you, know, you can do that. Yeah. Yep. Um, the other thing too was like their antennas. You know, the earlier radios that we started using years ago, their antennas were junk. You, you'd end up, you know, bending it or breaking it somehow. Now the antennas yeah. are a lot more Durable. better. They're yeah, they're rubber. Um, you tend to want to handle it by the antenna, especially yep. when no, it's you, in your chest. Yeah, pocket. you you put it in and out, so you're bending and torquing on it all the time. That's yeah, probably another thing that ain't that real that good for. That probably doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, you know, some of the smaller ones like uh, the rhinos and stuff now have a more solid and solid state kind of antenna and it, it's a little bit more rugged and those work pretty good. Yeah. Um, and of course, when you mix it with the GPS, then those really work, but we don't use those, but yeah. So they, you know, anyway, so my radio's junk and, uh, Ryan and, uh, Coco are talking to dad and he's telling me he's like, Jimmy's going to buck down. And I'm like, yeah, man. And I'm getting all my stuff and I'm like freaking out in the woods and uh now it's point eight away or a little over and take my reading and i'm hammering through the woods and i almost step on this calf and that thing hightailed it out of there oh i i it didn't see me i didn't see it and i came up over that hill and that i almost stepped on that thing but you know and you get excited and i was like i gotta relax because i'm still deer hunting there could still be a deer between me you know you get real excited, especially mm-hmm. when like Jimmy gets a deer yeah. and stuff like that. You want to just, you get right wound up and you, you forget you're still out in the woods and you, you have to, and on a rainy day, it's slippery and nasty and you got to be careful because you can just slip and fall and you don't need to put, to put anything like that on top of a day like this. So I was like, I got to chill out. Cause I mean, I can, when somebody shoots a deer, I know I can go pretty good. I can cover a mile real quick when somebody shoots a deer. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta slow down. So. I ended up coming over over the hill, and yeah, I heard you guys howl, so I came down, and you know, we, the three of us celebrated. We got rained on there for a minute when we were taking photos, and we were all doing the story, and they were giving me a lowdown. We were all pretty excited. Yeah. We were pretty wet. Oh, yeah, yeah, we were yeah, real we were wet. Yeah. yeah. You know, a big part of it, too, that helps with our, our videos especially is the fact that we're all filming, and right. we're all sharing our experience. Now, the other beauty about the radio is that it connects the films and the timeline yeah. of our experiences together, right? Yep. Yep. You know, that's one of the beauties about having radio communication yep. of some kind. And, and most folks, um, they, they can use their phone. You know, they have cell right. service right. where we're in the mountains and we just... There's no service. There's no service. So, you know, maybe someday there will be. But for now, you know, and it's really nice to be able to film and film what what you're what you're hearing and your experience and even some of that radio chatter i think is some of the best part of our films because i, I love radio you chatter. can hear mm-hmm. what's going on and if we're all filming ourselves and i know it's just one big selfie thing it for is. the most part it's, it it's this giant selfie thing but the radio part of it brings it all together and you get to see everybody's reactions to what's going on so if you're out in the woods and you're you're hunting with your kids or your your friend or your dad or whatever and now you're you're going about all that trouble of of putting that together right yeah why not 
self film like at the same time when something goes down right because even when you get back to camp you know we'll get a deer and we we go to the check station and we celebrate and everything's good and we hang it up and we go inside and now we're drying off our gear (laughs) and we're firing up the computer because we want to see what we filmed right so we take the sd cards load them all in the computer and taylor gets it fired up and meanwhile supper's starting to cook and we're getting our gear dried out and all stacked away and put away so it's ready to go tomorrow so we can step back into our iron man suits and go back out and do it again right and and not lose your organization from day to day right and that that has been such a big part of like a almost like a culture thing for all of us because now you can you can actually see what everybody else thought plus each one of us is talking and communicating with each other and we're not seeing it in real person, but we get to surprise each other, like with these messages at yep. the end of the day. Right. And it's amazing how much detail you forget. Oh, yeah. Oh, when or, you're caught up in the moment, for sure. Or, yeah. And then you watch it and say, oh, I don't remember seeing that or saying that. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, like um, when, a, when, a, when the shot goes off and one of us, you can hear on our camera, mm-hmm. And it didn't happen over there. Mm-hmm. But you can hear all of us talking about it, right? Yeah, it's really cool. Now, there, there's like evidence to everything that happened and how it happened. And it's a, a piece of everybody's experience all at the same time. Right. So like nobody's left out. Right. Everybody's sti- in there. It stitches the story together nicely. Yes. Yep. And also gives you more content when it comes time to put your film together. Right, or at least when you're sharing it with your buddies or your family, and that's like, right, and like the photos, even if you just did little updates with your cell phone, like, like even if you're not putting videos together, but when you come to camp and you're like, "Hey, this is what yeah. I saw today," and you get to just show your yeah. friends, it's just another way of bringing another level. And nearly everybody's got a cell phone. Oh yeah, and you know how hard is it to turn it on and just film a little message to your friend? Right. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, when you when you airdrop it to the computer, yep. and now you're all sitting down and you're talking, it's right? a little surprise. Yeah, and yeah. the jokes, making jokes of the five mushroom tree, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> when it's one of my favorites this season. Yeah, you know, I love that joke. We had so much fun. I, when I went, boys, that film is a lot longer than I showed it. Jimmy and I, we were there for like 15 minutes laughing about that. Yeah. I not know where it is. Been by it a hundred times. Yeah, been by it a hundred times. You know, that part of it adds to it so much, and it, it's so great. Yeah, yeah, it's really awesome. Yeah. The, you know, with it goes down so so quick, you know, because, I mean, after 10, 11 days of just straight sunshine out there, pounding brush day after day, it just felt like Groundhog Day. It was just the same thing. You couldn't get a break in the weather. You know, things were happening, but it was nothing that really, like, pumped you up and you're we all kind of you could tell thursday the energy in camp starting mm-hmm. to get low you know we're all getting a little all, discouraged and we're all tired and we're exhausted and starting to get a little some snippage going around i'm not gonna <laughs> point fingers at anyone you know but like you can you can tell we're all just kind of like we need we need something and then the rain came and we took advantage of it and we didn't stay in camp 
we didn't stay in the truck. We got out and we, we put some effort in and, you know, yeah. we were rewarded with yep. Cocoa Puffs Buck and we all got, we had a really good day yep. and we weren't out there very long, dude. No, you were, no. how long were you out of the truck? You only, it was 150 yard drag max. Now it was further than that. It was 300 yards. Was it? Yeah. Oh, excuse know. me. It goes quick because that, that thing came out there. I was slick. out of the truck. 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> goes to prove you don't have to get out there first thing in the morning. No, you don't. Right. But you won't shoot one first thing in the morning if you're not. That's true. No, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Like, you've, you've got to... You, you've got to go out. I'd rather put in like four hours of real dedicated focus than to go out with eight hours of half focus. Right. You know, you, you just won't do as good. And if you don't see it, if you don't hear it, you ain't getting it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've got to see them things. You've got to hear them. You've got to realize they're there. And, and how many times can you be, you know, walking along and the damn things behind you? And you didn't notice. And this time Jimmy did, right? He stepped on the sticks and, and you, you spun around. Whoa, whoa, right here, right? Yep. And all of a sudden it's happening. And, and even like with you in the woods this year, you know, you're, you're filming, filming the doe out in the woods and <laughs> you're, you're watching and, and she's looking at you. And I have no idea how you saw that, right? He, he's panned back and he, he zooms that, that old power shot right in. And he's zooming up on this pile of brush. And I'm looking at it at camp, and I'm saying, I don't see a thing. And he zooms and zooms and zooms, and he goes by six sticks and into, right, like this world satellite kind of shot. And he pulls in there, and there's an eyeball and a white patch. And I'm like, wow, how did you do that, right? And she's standing over there looking at you. And I'm like, I was floored by it. Wow, how did you see that thing, right? And, and of course, if you move half an inch one way or the other you wouldn't have seen it the hole was so small you right you, oh you know you tap. what's really funny is though he while he was watching the deer orange coat goes by behind it <laughs> right? yeah yeah and then when he sees the guy he's like there ain't nothing in here and it's like well you just walk behind the deer <laughs> yeah right <laughs> you know, how many times were you right next to yeah. one and you didn't know it right yeah. you could just oh, yeah. as sure easily be be sure. the be the other guy and not mm-hmm. be me right you know that happens more often right. than you think right the, like i've i've seen quite a few deer this year and i've probably walked by and missed a lot more or you were crunching and making noise and they heard you and just hopped off at the distance and you never you right. never knew they were there you know because if they're not moving and everything's bedded down and you're trying to still hunt and go out and find something, you're the one moving. You're the one making noise. And if they're not, the odds of them catching you and not the other way around. Like the the odds were so, so against you in the mm-hmm. last weather pattern. Mm-hmm. Sunny bluebird day, not a stitch of wind. Now you have to walk out in the woods, step on a deer, and shoot the thing. Crunchy leaves, listening you know what I mean? to your ears ring. You ha- oh, and yeah. if, no if, they're, if they're not really like jazzed up and they're not like... Eh, and you can't like pull them in with that. It's like good luck, dude. It's not happening. Right. If they wouldn't respond to calls and you couldn't like or walk just right and do mm-hmm. it just right and keep them curious enough for them to stay and then you have to pick them out or get them when they're running. Like and if you're yeah. in tight woods, that doesn't happen this doesn't happen all that much. You we had to put in some effort. We have worked really hard in the last last week and a half here. Oh yeah. And man, I, yeah. I feel so much better having a deer down. <laughs> it's like I don't even it doesn't need to be my deer. There needs to be a deer. You no, know, that that spike up the hill looking at Jimmy. Oh, that was and, a refresher. And, you know, Jimmy was. spots him, right? And and he'd been grunting and, and the thing 
just dunk 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 and it steps down and it's got you know little eye winkers off the bottom of his mm-hmm. chin that are like five or six inches long oh, yeah. and and the <laughs> drool is running out of his front Ooh, lip you know good. you watch close on the video you can see him drooling yeah right like they're they're starting to think about rutting here you know yep. pretty good and which and we need it he also like looked around a lot like is there yep. anybody else here yep. he knew you were the sound and the direction but he kept like looking around Checking so that you know you never know yeah because i don't want an eight pointer to come in from the side and whale me and you know poke <laughs> me with a giant rack in the stomach right yep. you know which could happen to oh, him yeah. he knows that right so yeah. he's being real cautious but he want to come charging right down that hill and come oh, and see yeah. you mm-hmm. yeah a couple times i thought he was going to come a lot closer yeah 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 when i grunted he he'd come in a little Take, come down 10 12 feet more and i said like, oh, he's gonna come right up you had him convinced <laughs> oh yeah you did yeah and, and and that's sometimes all it takes is just to get that one to commit a little bit and when it does you know all the better um and then to be able to get it on film i i'm not sure there is very i don't know of anybody else that is doing what we do it the way we do it there's there are some people that have gotten some nice bucks on film and have some knock someone down and like Jeff Doyle has done, he's done a good job. It's mm-hmm. uh, a bit more of a passive style of hunting. I mean, uh, not hunting, but of filming it where it's like it's running and then he can he can focus and do what he needs to do. And that that's really advantageous to a tracker, especially right. when you're running solo. Right. Um, you know, Big Woods have gotten a couple of things down, but the, and a couple of things on film and there's plenty of other, you know, people that are filming stuff, but the, the, the dedication to get film and to get video and to, to really do this especially on days when nothing's moving nothing's happening and turn it over and make it happen is a lot like we're tired for it's, a reason it's hard it is we don't just you know you don't just do this like you have to you have to be dedicated to it and for you to to like dude you have no idea how long that stretch of weather could go you don't know if that you know you didn't know if you were going to see another buck and to to pass that up and pick the filming over it so he could show you guys is huge and i know like people the amount of kudos that you've received one for passing at the buck because a lot of people don't like spike coins getting hit, but to to be able to share that, you know, and to make that decision for people is is pretty cool. He made him famous. He did. He's probably one of the more famous uh, spike coins in Maine this year. Yeah, he's on the top ten list. Oh yeah, he's yeah, up he, there. He's in there because so many people. It's it's like you know how many is that views is that up to twenty. Yeah, I think it's twenty grand. It's like twenty thousand so. people bad. have stood there with Jimmy, mm-hmm. and watched that deer yep Twenty thousand people that's an amazing thing yeah it really is and i mean even more so are going to be able to see the buck you just shot the rainy day buck oh yeah you know you know that's really it, it's a unique ex- way to experience it and to just go into heavily hunted public land mm-hmm. i mean very, heavily hunted very this year the birds are crazy and last year there was a lot of birds too the so bird hunters the are bird everywhere. hunters with their dogs wow. are up and down every single road everywhere have you ever seen I've this never many seen so many bird hunters yeah this is the top season. yeah top for me too in in 30 years 25 years 27 years of coming to maine yeah yep. this is the most bird hunters i've ever witnessed crazy. Ever. dogs mm-hmm. running down beside the road while they're in their truck yeah yep. looking looking for birds people yep. were shooting a lot you oh, heard shotguns all day long all day long yep. <laughs> it for sucks day, for it sucks week. some and of the fun out of here it's probably because it's so warm and they they're probably deer hunters too but they're like 
It's been bird weather. It's yeah. Bird weather, <laughs> right? Yeah, it really was. And we've we got quite a few too. Like yeah. Jeremiah yeah. was up at camp, and he was cleaning house with that shotgun, man. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was getting he it was done. Aver- he was averaging two or three a day for the week yeah. he was here. And he, we would bring him home, and we eat him that night. And it was mm-hmm. like, man, he kept us fed and happy. Yeah, yeah we did. were eating birds almost every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy shot quite a few. I got. I got a couple with my rifle. I got two of my rifle. No, one with my rifle and a couple with a shotgun. Yeah. Yep. I've been, I haven't even gotten the gun up in the last week. I haven't even pointed it at a bird. I have a, but I, I think I got three in the first week. But yep. Yep. I, I, everybody else has been doing the shooting. and They can. I don't care. Save the bullets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any of the shooting I've been doing, you know, the crazy stuff. But Yeah. The other thing I like to keep, in, I like to consider is like with Jimmy, in my mind, he got two deer. Because yeah, the spike horn, he let go. That was his opportunity to, to, to tag that deer. He had that thing. <laughs> when you when you put your scope on it and you say "gotcha" and you put your rifle down to get your camera and you film it, yeah. To me, he got a spike horn too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Great it's, job. The deer you pass up are all, are also the deer you get. That's some of the more that's some of the better film. Like it was, I think you had him for ten minutes. We had ten minutes of film on that oh, on that yeah. buck, and it was beauty footage. Oh, too. and that's yeah. that's some of the better. And so far, he's gotten the Jimmy has the film award so far as far yeah. as deer go. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was a long. It was a long, a long way out long, there. Long viewing, and that's kind of rare for to see a buck for that amount of time mm-hmm. in Maine. Yeah. And to just walk out in the woods with your camera and go film a buck today. Yeah. You know, walking. Good luck with that. Yeah. It's tough. Cooperating. He was good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they have to. And they also kind of have to be in a spot with this. Yeah. You and Jimmy, your your grunt's not real like, like he just goes, nah, like that. And they don't care. You know what I mean? Like, it's a little more passive. And if anything, it's probably better. Especially for a younger buck. If you go with a big, deep, hey, he's going to flip right out, right? He ain't going to come to that. Where if it's a little softer and more gentle, I think yeah. it would be better, especially on a smaller buck. Even the tipper can would probably work better. Yep, really good. Hey, yeah. And I never tell no one that not to shoot a spike horn because, you know, there's guys out there ain't got deer. Oh, absolutely. 20 years. Hey, oh, yeah. Hey, that's a trophy to him. Yeah, I think on Facebook tonight I saw a guy hadn't shot yeah. a deer for 50 years and yeah. he got his first one. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, to he gets able, a kudos. That's a trophy. I don't care. That's oh, a trophy. Yeah. Darn right. Yep. They Not to mention, to get them, like, no matter what, I mean, if, you, if you're going to honor a 10-pointer, 200 pounds, why wouldn't you honor a doe? Right. Why wouldn't you honor you know a kid's fawn that he shot or something right right there's nothing wrong i i never met a bad deer Mm-mm. i mean if you're gonna honor something you should honor all of them right, right. isn't that that's the way to be mm-hmm. i mean right. e- even if you're you're talking people with people or um, people with trees or mm-hmm. people with whales or you name Whatever. it right if you're gonna honor one honor them all you know yep. and treat them all with some reverence because they all have meaning and they, and they should all mean about the same and it's I'm not saying that you might not have a preference, right? right? You may prefer to have a nice big buck, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. But there, there's a level of honor that should should matter. Yeah, and you know, Jimmy, we were we had our fingers crossed hard that your buck was 200. Man, we wanted to see that. Oh, so, yeah. and it was he was a good frame. He was short though. 
Yeah, he, he was short. He had a nice big neck he, on him, but he just mm-hmm. didn't have the length in the in the overall body. You know, the front end looked really good, but he needed more weight in the back to really get him to because it was 176. Beauty buck, Jim. Yep. Nice buck. Nice and the fat was it. beautiful on him. Oh, yeah. A lot. He was a healthy deer. He yeah. was really healthy. Yeah, he looked pretty decent. He's really dark. Oh, he's a dark deer. He's really you know, gray. Yeah, yeah real deep, really gray. gray. Yep. He's oh, he's nice gorgeous. One. Yep. yep. And the horns are too high above the ears. Yeah, to let him go. <laughs> to let him go. He's a nice four. Bone still st- does something to me. <laughs> no, he was he was big. It's hard to judge at that for me, anyways. Right, yep. and especially in what little bit of time you had. Yeah, you know, most se- of the time they're seconds. running or something. You you've only got a few seconds yeah, to you, say yay or nay. Say, yeah, and but, I didn't know he was a four pointer, and I. Right. He still. Saw the antlers. I still probably, yeah. even knowing he was four pointer, I'd have shot him anyways. Oh right. yeah. And you know, it, yeah. you've he looked big to me. Yeah, he is a big boy. He is big. He is, he a, is a big deer. deer. Yeah, the the body's beautiful, especially big, up here big, in, in Maine. If you any deer, especially for conditions that they that they're hunted, the the weather, any deer up here is a trophy for sure. Yep. And your deer is no exception to that rule. Yep. Your your buck's a beautiful deer, and, and the, anybody the, at this table all would have of taken that's him. paired with the effort too. Oh, it's paired with the effort mm. because you know, like you may you may have only gotten out of the truck and got him in fifteen minutes on that day, but the hunt for him started on the first. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. In all the days of all the boot slapping, brush and the hogging up. You know what I mean? Giant inclines mm-hmm. yeah, and falling. Tearing and up rocks and all. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, dude. Boots in the mud. You didn't, you didn't just work for him that day. And, you know, it might have been a little bit less of an effort as far as physically day. But you know what? You worked all season for that deer. And, and he was a good buck. And I wouldn't have passed up on him either. No I way. Him coming out, I would have taken him. He's a beauty deer. He's a nice one. And, you know, you probably. <laughs> when, I came up, when I came down over the hill, I saw that. And I was like, oh, that's a good that's one. That's the first thing I noticed. <laughs> yeah. When. Nice and uh, tall. When I was on the ridge and I heard Jimmy shoot and we had talked and figured out. And then I was like, well, he's just, he, I can hear him. He sounds like he's in my pocket. He's right down this ridge below me. So I'm just going to start heading in that direction. And then when Jimmy gets squared away with his deer and we get coordinates, I can confirm that mm-hmm. I'm going the right way because the land steers you. Right. Yep. I don't know how many times we've been on a ridge or a finger of a mountain and it's taking you in a completely different direction. Especially you thought in a hurry. Yes. Especially in a hurry because you're paying less attention, like Tara was saying, because you're in go mode because you want to celebrate. You you're excited. You want to be there for your buddy. So I get the coordinates. I confirm it. And I'm like, I'm 265 feet from you. <laughs> like, I don't need this anymore. I just I shut it right off, put it in my pocket. And I was like, but I can't see him. Yeah. So I was like, and we always like to uh, do a wolf howl yeah. and, and tribute for us and how we do things. And then... Yep you know, to tie us closer and all that. But so he howls and I'm like, Oh, you're right here. Yeah. So I look around the corner and I, and I was between a tree and him. I couldn't see through it. It was a big fir tree. It was so thick. And then I take a step and then I see that bright orange. I'm like, okay, there, he there is. you are. And then when I come down over the hill, I just see the body yeah. in the middle of this grass skid road. Jimmy's on in the woods and he's standing there with his camera out and he's filming it. And I'm like, Oh my God, I was oh, yeah. 150 yards away. And all I see is body. Like, that thing is huge. Yeah, it's a good one. Most of life is happening, and it comes down to asking yourself what you can do to add to it. Right. Right? What can I What can I add to this situation that will make it more awesome? Mm-hmm. Right? 99% of the time, we're just looking for a reason to be awesome. Or right? Yeah. We're looking to, for a good enough reason to, to bring, be awesome. Or to bring the awesome. Yeah. That's all it is. And 
if things aren't going that good, you have to remind yourself, look, I need a reason to do this. We did. Like the night before, a Thursday night, you know, we all, we had a big powwow and we're like, what are we doing? You know <laughs> right? what I mean? Like, like we don't just, this doesn't happen to us. You know, like we're the, you know, we're like, we're the common denominator in all of our stress. Yeah. But we, we kind of did like a, almost like a, like a half a pep rally where we're like, dude, we're the best. You know what I mean? Like, let's go. Like, yeah, we had to psych each other up and get right. us it's get like, our no. get energies back up right. so we can actually, like, we were saying in the truck, if your mood is down, you're not making the best decisions for you because you're right. not your head's not in a good space. But right. as soon as you are excited, you're amped up, you're, yep. you know, the, the attitude is up, right. you're going to make better choices. And Tara was talking about that in the truck today. And it's no different. And we had that little powwow, like you were saying, yeah. and that brought us all back to where we needed to be. And that's that's part of the reason why we got up so late was we were we were up so late, you know, mm. talking and we're like, guys, we gotta, we have like we have to straighten ourselves out. Like we're we can see them, we can make this happen. We're gonna go out there and get it done regardless. We're gonna have a great time. Yeah. Like no matter what happens, we're gonna have a good time. Why are we not having a good time? You know, because it's one thing to say that you're not in it for the deer. It's like, okay, well, if you're not actually in it for the deer, if you don't get a deer and don't see a deer, why are you upset? Right. You know what I mean? Like, we, ha- we yeah. had to kind of call like ourselves we out. Seeing things. We saw some nice bulls. Right. Oh, oh yeah. that, we, that we, one we, day we one, you and me. moose hunting. There's, yeah. there's some nice bulls up here. <laughs> that, the tines on that yeah. one that you spotted, that was a beauty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? And, you know, we just had to kind of, like, regroup and figure it out because it's easy, it's easy to kind of, like, get stuck in that monotonous cycle of weather. It's easy to let the weather dictate you know, how you feel about your hunt. Because I know that if I was seeing nothing but I was on snow and do, I'd feel better. It's, but it's like, why? You know what I mean? You're out here with your with your buddies. You're doing what you love. You have time off to hunt. It's like, just enjoy it. And, you know, regardless. And as soon as we all got lined up, deer. You know what I mean? It was like, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's, I don't really believe in coincidence. But, you know, we, we started thinking better. We started making decisions better and say, okay, if we're going to do this, get serious, get, get aligned. You know, and then say, let's, let's go do it. And we did. I've got like a priority list. And we put our lucky shirts on. We did. We, we had did. our Mountaineer shirts on. Yeah. You start <laughs> like, just like the lucky shirt, you're, you're trying to take off on a good feeling. Right? We've opened right. up a double yoker in the morning. So, yeah. Yeah, things are changing. <laughs> yeah. We're coming right into it now, yeah. mister. Something's going down. Yeah. We just had to, we had to get straightened out. Start yep. out good, right? You know, mm-hmm. you start out good. You hop in the rig. You, you also try and film an intro to the day. Now, oh, you don't have mm-hmm. to completely plan exactly how your day is going to go, but you you just film a little intro to the yep. day and what's going on. And then we we do it like a collective intro first thing and then an individual intro as we are out into the woods doing our thing. Right. Yep. And on my list, it's like I, I want to see a, a buck today, right? I, I, I want deer footage. And, and I'm, of course, looking for the biggest, most awesome experience you can have with a deer. Mm-hmm. If I can't have that, then my next go-to is either filming a wildlife of some kind. Mm-hmm. I want to film some wildlife, right? I just I want to film some animals and show them to people, right? So, like, a big bull is the next next best thing. Yep. You know, if I, I go into a section of woods and there's no deer and I shouldn't be here but boy, it looks like there's a, there could be a giant bull right over here. There's some moose right here. I, mm-hmm. I'll go creeping and crawling in there and take some of my deer season away, but I'll walk in there and I hear, and then, ooh, they're, they're over there, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, breeding party, right? And you sneak in there, and there's a couple, three cows and a nice big bull, and, and that's my next 
go-to It refreshes you. It makes yeah, you feel yeah. better. Yeah, because I, I get to be a predator for a few minutes and film these buggers, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I crawl in there and I take my time and I'm sneaking and then I get some footage of them and I feel so much better, especially if I can get some real good usable stuff. You know, it's it's one thing to film and it's way out there, two hundred yards, and it's just a little speck. It's another thing when it's, it's in a, your pocket. Yeah, it's in your pocket, well, or well, it's that, something. That's huge. mostly that's mostly predicated on the idea that you're going to use it for a video and show it to somebody. Right now, the, the kinds of you know, if you were just doing this for yourself, you would feel way better, and it wouldn't matter how well the video came out because you're like, I saw something today, things are oh, happening, yeah. I'm making progress, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah. we have a little bit more of a you know, higher bar for a standard of the kinds of video. And, you know, when you don't get something on video, it's almost a little bit worse. You're like, damn it, I missed that. You know Not I mean? to mention when you come back to camp and you got some gold, right? You got some really good footage. Jimmy, oh, Jimmy I shot that. I also got some other gold, but apparently I didn't hit record button. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> that that happens. coyote. That, that happens, happens to me a lot. Yeah. Right? Hey, yeah. it's got, easy. It's easy to do that. that coyote on film, but I didn't get it on film. Yep. He watched it through Apparently, the camera. I watched it through the camera. But and the red light wasn't record. on. <laughs> <laughs> it was just and, for you. And you very, I, I very don't see coyotes that often. I think. No. Yeah, no. It's pretty rare. They're they're on it. They're hard to film. Up they here are. they are. Super hard to film. Well, also, yeah. they, they have a tendency to not be in the kinds of woods that we're in. They're looking for birds and rabbits. and you know, we're, Small game. We're looking for deer. And, you know, the other thing, too, is it seems like the moose and the deer are not really hanging out in the same woods this year. No, no, they're not. You know what I mean? Like you would, see, you would either see moose or deer and not a lot of both at the same time. Right. You know, it, it, at least and we don't have snow. It's hard snow, to tell. Snow yeah. changes everything. Yeah. It reveals everything. And maybe too, yeah. with all the, the heavier cutting they've been doing too, that's changing the environment. So that's changing the animal's behavior patterns a little bit in some a areas. Yeah. We, although we found a lot of areas where it's been quite a while since they've cut and they were right. actually really nice. And some of those spots were nice. It, it depends. Mm. Um, for the most part, like your, my next d down the list, if you move down the list, uh, the next thing is, is to film a joke of some kind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, or, or do an informational thing. You know, I'll right. be walking through the woods and then all of a sudden I'll just look at, look at Taylor and say, turn the camera on. So he turns the camera on, just point the thing at me. Right. So then I'll come out with an, an idea that fits that spot mm -hmm. or that time and place where I, I remember all the stuff I learned a million years ago that would apply right here. And I just say it right. And we, we all do that a little bit mm -hmm. and that, that little bit of information stuff you can dump that right on to the top of what you're doing and and it's also like a living memory of this is how you do it mm -hmm. you know and it's super helpful to a lot of folks i mean some of the 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 biggest praise that we've gotten is those helpful little tips that people have gotten from oh and they actually thought about it and or they watched the video in the woods and then they thought about it and mm -hmm. then they actually went and did it I'm just going to walk and grunt and they walk, 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 grunt, grunt, grunt. And they turn around and here comes a deer. Right. And you're like, Oh my God, I got one. And yeah. I was just listening to you, you know, yep. and that, that's a rewarding thing for us. You know, if we helped you out in some way and it, and it worked, even though secretly we're doing it for the deer <laughs> because the deer are going to get smarter and smarter mm -hmm. and smarter and you won't be able to get them. <laughs> Neither will we at some point. You keep training them. You keep calling a buck in and you, you keep grunting at him. He ain't going to listen to grunts no more. You can, <laughs> you can tell the difference between a deer that's been chased and tracked. Oh, yeah. And a deer that hasn't. Oh, yeah. 
Like you oh, jump, yeah. you jump a big old smart boy. We like the dumb ones. <laughs> this <laughs> is going to be a deer education. Yep, you jump a big old boy who's been through this game before. <laughs> you jump him once, and you might still have a chance. The They're second watching time, YouTube. Second time, it's over. <laughs> yeah. If you get a, if you get a, a little buck or a deer who hasn't been dogged, and they're gonna, they're more likely to give you time. Yep. But you, as soon as you start educating them, they don't forget things like that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Their life's on the line. They're not going to forget it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's just, you know, this was, this past day was such a good cap. You know, we were all like revitalized with this energy and this, you know, we're all just so stoked. I mean, the weather's going back to being sunny, so we'll see what tomorrow brings. But, you know, today, Jimmy shooting his buck was awesome. You know, we all feel so good about it. Right. You know, and yep. uh, who cares what the weather does? You know, like it's been such a, you know, just with that shift alone, it's going to be a successful deer season and we started off really well and we're going to finish it really well. And, you know, there's so much more time left. I mean, we still have two weeks in November and then we have, you know, half of December to hunt. You know, we have plenty of time and there's there's snow on the horizon too. And, you know, of course, Vermont's getting snow right now. Right now. (laughs) Literally right now. So it's like, oh man. Yeah. I, I just love that footage of that doe. Yeah. Eating on the side oh, of the road. God, right? That was um, cool. I talked Her to Jer nibbling. when he had watched the video. The yep. big leaf she was eating, that yep. was burdock. Yeah, she's just pounding burdock. Yep. You know, young burdock with just one big giant leaf. If you rewatch day one and you get to the end of that video you'll see her you can actually hear her crunching the leaves mm-hmm. you know cool. she was so close you don't get to hear that yeah too and often. She, she relatively tame to the pickup she's like yeah. oh yeah truck right. you guys come by all the time but but it's an interesting look into deer behavior and mm-hmm. and what they're eating at that time and right. where they're eating it mm-hmm. and it it was just to watch her crunch, crunch, crunch. I almost left the whole thing in there, but it was like... It was long. Five or six minutes of that. And it was like, man, that's a long time to watch that. But it's, right. it was beautiful. It's and interesting. That's she kind was of, hungry and didn't care about us. Yeah, she didn't care at all. Just wanted The to fawn eat. was kind of nervous. But yeah, yeah, which is baby. funny. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is fa- funny. The fawn was way more cautious. Like, like, Mom, Mom, there's a truck there. <laughs> we need to leave. <laughs> yeah. A lot more wild than, <laughs> than she was. And Mom's like, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yep. He should be cautious because his day will come. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And we just loaded that big buck up and slid him down out on the wet grass, loaded him into the truck. And, yeah. You know, yeah. we had we had a hell of a day. Yeah, it was took awesome. him to the check station. It Great was day. cold loading him, though. Yeah. It got loading out. your buck in the back of that truck with all that rain, my hands were froze. I'm glad it weren't 20 out. Oh, yeah. Dude. It was like 37 in yeah. rain, but it felt it felt that wind just yeah. bit right. Going to make you. a great video. Oh, it's yeah, we awesome. got some good stuff there. If if you don't mind the the water the on water the lenses, drops. yeah, the we had, couldn't keep the water drops off the lenses. No. Yeah. Keeping and the cameras dry is a major deal. That's the other thing to keep in mind too is when you take out electronics out into that kind of inclement weather, you need to know what it can handle. So even if you just take a camera out and, and during the summer and just test it, yep. Or, and they make a lot of waterproof or water-resistant cameras, and they yeah. make special stuff for lenses. Cell but, phones are getting pretty good now, too. Yep. Yeah. A lot of the cell phones now are waterproof, and the cameras are awesome. Yeah. Yep. Really excellent, excellent footage. And yep. it's a, it's a, enough of the pixel rate or whatever so that you can slow it down. Yep. And it comes yep. out really good. But. Yeah. We'll do, um, we'll do some more... Um, podcasts and different kinds of videos coming up and if you guys have anything you want to hear you know definitely send those over we, we might do a uh, a segment about filming a little bit more about you know how to structure a good, good video because you know to be honest i think everyone should do 
YouTube or at least make your footage and pictures into video. You know, it's easier to share. It right. Too. It's, it's great to go out and, you know, have this kind of experience and then to film it all, watch it all. That's great. But you, you should do something with it and you should share it with people. You know, that's mm. that's what really is going to help hunting grow. It's really going to help hunting evolve into the into the, you know, future It's going to help bring more people into it. And, you know, it's going to just it's just going to benefit hunting. You know, and, and it, it does something with all that time and effort of filming and, you know, you get to relive it. It's good. I, I think it probably will. I don't care necessarily as much about it benefiting hunting as much as, as, as it benefits our relationship with nature. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it Nature, like, it's so important. We can't live without it. Right. And True. we need to have a really good relationship with nature and a working relationship with nature. Yep. And it can't be a dominating and pushing it all down. Right. When you cut down the last tree, when you poison the last river, you'll find out you can't eat money. Right. I mean, it, yep. it really comes down to that. And, and we want to keep that as the main focus because the deer and the hunter need each other. Yep. And you, they both have to honor each other, too. For sure. The deer yep. honors you, right? It, it eats trees and it lives out in the wild and it's wild and free and it gets to live its life. And then you honor it back by keeping, keeping it there, Yep. you know, and you have this coexistence that works and that's really what matters. You know, hunting has to bring some moral integrity to the system, right? You have to be a working, honoring part of the system. And uh, for now, it's really how you have to do it. There's really not much of another way to do it. Yep. And so it's necessary. We've got a lot of big things coming this week. Lots of videos. It, yeah, awesome, awesome. Lots of awesome videos coming. Awesome. We're, we're really excited about it. And Coco Puff, congratulations on your Thank buck, you. buddy. Congratulations on your buck. Well deserved, my friend. You do deserve you it. You worked hard for that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Taylor's got some work to do. Yeah. <laughs> and so does Rodney. <laughs> yeah, you get, our tax service has to get back to work. What's yeah. he doing? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Got to get on that, too. <laughs> he's not in the office. He's out here yeah. gallivanting. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this podcast, definitely share with your friends. Leave us a review down below. Um, if you have any questions, comments, things you'd like to hear in future podcasts, definitely uh, drop us a line at our podcast email, ASKMTND eer at gmail.com we'll be putting all these up on youtube pretty quick but you guys get them sooner um we're really excited share your stuff with us let us know we love seeing all the orange hats on top of deer and all this that's really really cool and you know we love seeing all your guys photos and stuff so definitely share them with us and uh, tag us in it we love that stuff and uh, follow us on the socials to keep up with what we got going on and deer season's still here and we're gonna still hammer down we got stuff to do yes we are thank you guys for listening See you later. Have fun. Good luck. Keep at it. And happy hunting.